Now we return you to the test card and some music. to the Pilot Take 81, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepherd, And that guy's Rob Jelly. Wibble, 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 wibble on the cap. You may know him as Rob Jelly the Third. Aye, aye, Captain. One day there's going to be a Rob Jelly the Fourth. No, you won't be the newest, latest one out. No, we're all a trilogy. Kids... We're a trilogy, and as we all know, Return of the Jedi is the best. Well, all, all the kids will just be like, oh, I've got a Rob, oh, Rob Jelly the Fourth is my favourite one, and all the other. What? I remember when Rob Jelly the Third was out, and all the kids <laughs> love that. <laughs> but like this newfangled Rob Jelly the Fourth is. Rob Jelly Third, only available on CD. Yeah. What's a CD? Don't <laughs> ask. Ask your parents. How are you, Jed Shepherd? I'm good, man. I've been busy, and you so have you. have been incredibly busy. I'm, I'm tired because I was at the uh, premiere, the world premiere of uh, the latest DC film, Aquaman. That is very cool indeed. In I see that you got rid of the wristband, though. I took it off, yeah. I took it off this morning. I was reluctant to because it was you're glittery. T- you're, you're too cool for school. You take <laughs> wristbands off. I leave them on for at least a week so I can <laughs> keep telling people. What's that about? I just went to the world premiere of Aquaman, yeah. that's all. No, it was, it, was, it was very cool. Obviously, all the stars Hang were on. there. Yeah. As in Mimosa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason Momoa, yeah. Oh, mate, one of my pals at work is going to be freaking out if she hears this. Mate, when so... Actually, lots of people will be freaking out if they hear this. Went to the after show, stood next to him at the bar. Oh, that is too much. He's a big guy. He's I'm, a bloody yes. big guy. <laughs> um, but no, the thumbs up for the film. It's the best DC movie. I know that people kind of poo on the DC movies quite a lot, but um, the director, James Wan... Um, who personally invited us, which is good, um, said, I mean, done a really good job, like an amazing job with uh, with the tools he had. He actually put a few like horror elements into it as well, which yeah. is quite good. Um, yeah, and Amber Heard was there, and... Uh, um, so quite night, then. Dolph Lundgren was there. <laughs> he, was there. He was there at the after show as well, just propping up the bar. Just, yeah. I mean, you should, you just sicken me with your shoulder rubbing, <laughs> honestly, you really do. But that's not all you've been up to. You've been up to well, lots of other things as well, lots of other bits and pieces. What, what have I been doing? I don't know. You've, you've been busy. You're all, every time <laughs> I see you, stuff, you're, yeah. you're on stage somewhere collecting an award for someone. or Yeah. I've uh, just been doing films. There's a lot of um, interest in the films and making them features. Um, I mean, you can read into the names I've said today to figure out kind of what who's interested. Um, but yeah, so next year, 2019, is going to be a real bloody busy year for me <laughs> i will always find time for the pilot podcast of course good man i might just have to do it from hollywood like i did that <laughs> like i did yeah like we did that year. one time where <laughs> yeah. i got back from my holiday and jed goes hey by the way can't do podcast tonight i'm in la yeah what <laughs> and uh yeah the stories and tales unfolded from there i got up at 6 a.m to do that you did like, yeah you did that's commitment to the podcast right there <laughs> um yeah no that's cool I know, I know you've been busy likewise the last t- couple of weeks have yeah. been absolute whirlwind you've been rubbing shoulders with the f- the, f- the famous and yeah it's not not gonna lie i've had my fair share of it yeah. in the last uh last couple of weeks as well so last weekend yeah um this is out on wednesday the 29th or whatever it is 28th? 8th that's correct yeah well i'm glad you know what it is <laughs> uh this is on wednesday 28th of november so previous weekend about 10 days ago i was doing a, a piece on stage uh, for work for bbc's children in need which was excellent and full of hilarity and costume did changes i did get to meet pudsey yeah. which is always a treat a little secret mate hmm? a little secret go on i'm pudsey i'm pudsey no you're not haven't you seen how i close my, my right eye sometimes put your hand over your eye a minute wrong eye see that's, oh. I, that's how i know that's how i know it's not you see but that's not because like pudsey's a real bear pudsey's yeah. a real bear I know he is. I know Pudsey's he is. Excellent. I know, but sometimes it's it is me. incredible, though, actually, to see full-grown adults. Yeah, you know, and what and the reaction they have to Pudsey is amazing. It is really, really lovely. Yeah. It's it's just something really quite special. He is pretty awesome, though, to be honest. He yeah. is excellent, he, yeah. and he's a symbol of hope and joy and such. And seeing kids' faces and things is is always amazing. So yeah. that was mad. That was like a absolutely insane day with two performances for that. Yeah, um, you on stage. Yes. Doing some crazy comedy skits. Yeah, yeah. always appearing in different costumes. <laughs> uh, comedy beard, wigs, hats, scarves, <laughs> and all sorts of bits and pieces. Which you got was naked at one but point, didn't you? Yeah, I was nearly naked at one point, which was interesting. But we shan't go into that too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that was backstage. But, um, it was nearly on stage as well, yeah. in fairness. Um, but also, th- that was that was like after I had the, the most mad 48 hours of my radio show. Mm-hmm. So 
the last week just gone, um, a certain Sir Cliff Richard released a latest album. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to be one of about 12 people to spend some time with him the week prior to have a chat about the new album and the new music and the comeback yeah. and things like that, which was amazing. And it's going to be actually be on my show on uh, Thursday. So, so tomorrow when you listen to this? Yes, yeah, so if you listen yep. to the podcast on the first day on the Wednesday, it'll be on tomorrow afternoon's show. Uh, you better catch up on the BBC Sounds app and things. But that was insane. Like I don't genuinely remember what I said to him. Oh, you miss you miss. I, I guarantee you, I missed so many opportunities to say some stuff to him. But like Cliff, your, your album was out on mad. Friday. It was mad. Congratulations. Like, yeah, exactly. Like I missed that. You know, I just it was so weird. It was like being in the presence of something special. Like, and I don't mean that. Hey, you do podcasts with me every single week. I know I do, but but I'm slowly getting used to doing that, <laughs> and I'm getting slightly less starstruck every time I see you. I know, eighty-one weeks now we've been doing this, so I'm I'm sort of used to it. <laughs> If you ever come in with that hat on, that will freak me right out. <laughs> well, I am. I, I will be Sir Joe Shepherd at one point as well. Exactly. That's the thing. So, you know, it'll be my second <laughs> night I've, I've had a chat with. So he was excellent. He was really charming, genuinely really nice guy. Yeah. Um, and then all of that had happened, and I'd known about it for a few weeks up to it. I didn't realise the next morning I came in, getting ready for the show in the afternoon, and yeah. I see, you know, see my scripts, I'm like, Matthew Kelly. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, it's not the Matthew Kelly. It'd be someone else with the same name, wouldn't it? You know, just these things happen. Mm-hmm. So I said to my producer, I went, I went, is that, that's not the Matthew Kelly, is it? And she goes, who? And I went, ah, oh, shit, come on. <laughs> so she's Googled him because she knows who it is. Yeah. And I go, uh, yeah, that's like the Matthew Kelly, as in like, you know, you bet and stars in her eyes. I mean, you, nothing? And she's going, what? Philistine. You've got to know the works of Matthew Kelly. I mean, Come on, it's like not knowing Noel Edmonds, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. It's like not knowing Sometimes who Noel. I wish Ed- I didn't. <laughs> it's like not knowing who he is, though, isn't yeah. it? It's just a, how does that happen? How we should we should do um uh what was what was the show again? Noel's house pie. Noel's house pie. Yeah. Oh, mate, you and me on Noel's house. Jed and Rob's house pie. Oh, just can you imagine? That would be good. That would be good. When we do our gotchas. Yes. Oh my god, the sketches and pranks would be outrageous. <laughs> Even Channel Four would show that, um, but yeah, no. So it was it was absolutely brilliant. And Matthew Kelly was wonderful, a true true gentleman. Um, invited me to the show and everything, I know, and yeah. invited me for a drink afterwards. And I went, I'll hold you to that. Yeah. So I rocked up on the Monday. <laughs> you know, so, you tell people if you're ever in the, in town, don't say things to me on the radio because there's a there's a, there's a pretty good guarantee I will take you. Oral up contract, on it. mate. So. To, to, to give you the grand spectrum of weirdness in my life right uh-huh, now, right. that was on the Friday. Yeah. On the this, so last Monday, I went to see the show mm-hmm. um, at the Palace Theatre in Southend. Yeah. And after the show, stayed behind, hang around at the bar, got to see Matthew Kelly, had a had a quick chat with him, had a chat and nice. and It was genuinely really over the moon that I'd, I'd said hello. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. it's lovely. It's lovely to say someone like them acknowledge yeah. that he'd made the offer and I'd, you know, reciprocated. That same day, uh-huh. on air... Right before going to see Matthew, yeah, I got offered um, a bum bag by a listener. Well, I'm, I'm glad you, you uh, completed that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> right, a leather bum bag with metal studs on it. What? Right. Okay. So I thought, I'll what play. kind of show do you uh, do you have? Well, exactly. I'll, I'll play along with it. Right. So I gave out the postal address for the station because you know this is. Hang ri- on. Someone just called up and was like. No, 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 no. Uh, I, no, I did throw it. No, right. context. Right. I did ask because I'd seen a gentleman earlier that morning wearing okay. a bum bag and I actually thought he looked pretty cool with it. So I was just double checking okay. with my own listeners. I went, yay or nay? And they were all going, nay, nay. <laughs> of course. Right. Yeah, standard, as I thought they would. And then someone comes on and says, um, I've got a leather bum bag. Do you want it? And I went, yeah, go on then, thinking it wouldn't turn up. Guess what turns up in the post? A leather bum bag. A leather studded bum bag, which I now own. It's in my car. I'll show you it after show the podcast. Show me it. <laughs> will you ever wear that out? Yeah, damn right I will. <laughs> it will go with some sort of costume. I don't know. You no longer do your shows at like 4am anymore. You, you can't hide under the cover of darkness anymore. You're in the bright daylight now. Yeah. People will see that. It don't matter. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So, yeah, it, it's been one hell of a fortnight. God. It's been really weird. And to top it all off, we're going to want to wait and watch some really quite intense shows we for did. this week's yeah. uh, episode of the podcast. So mm-hmm. we should probably get on with it. Um, Which one's first? I'm going first okay. this week. It was a suggestion that I know actually both of us have been 
sort of hassle to watch by people we know. Yeah. Um, so we're finally getting around to doing it. And by the way, if you, you listen to the podcast regularly and, and haven't suggested a show that you'd love that we haven't done yet, yeah. by all means, let us know. And we've we got will some good suggestions today as well, by the way. Did, oh, did you yeah, this? I saw some notifications come through. Uh, oh, hold on. Was that Dalek Emperor, wasn't it? Yeah, he like Dalek, hello Dalek Emperor. Um, you suggest quite a lot of shows. Yeah. Uh, so today you have suggested. Let me scroll down. You have suggested. Was it, wasn't it a quiz show that I'd never heard of? I can't even find it somewhere on my feed. But yeah, thank you for <laughs> thank you for. Uh, we will put it on the list. Suggesting and uh, yeah, we'll add it to the list wherever it is. But um, yeah, just keep it in. Don't forget to put the hashtag. Put it on the list, and we'll find it. Um, or just at us in, and we'll also find it that way too. Is the way to do it. Uh, oh, yeah, hang on. Have you got it? Oh, hang on. I think I found it. Come on, Twitter. Has I don't know if you count musical shows, but BBC One's Blackpool from 2004. I loved Blackpool. Never watched it. David Tennant and uh, what's his name? The other guy. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. I loved it. But I haven't seen it in a while, so... Thankfully, we've done more research for the shows we've actually got to talk to you about <laughs> yep. this week. Don't worry about that. Well, I'm looking forward to you to say some Danish names if you... If you... Watch me. You ready? <laughs> okay, show number one this week is my choice, and it is The Killing. Otherwise known as Forbridelsen. I'm glad you attempted saying that, not me. <laughs> Dear me, I tell you. Um, the episode is called uh, The Pilot, or Pilot, sorry, which is always a good thing for us. We always like that when a show comes up with the uh, first episode. We call Pilot. Yep, yep. Set the tone straight away. Um, and how do you say that again? The killing is what in Danish? It's called Fulbreidelsen. Uh, Fulbreidelsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a very eerie opening title sequence, mm-hmm. um, which you don't get straight away. You do get uh, the first shot is a woman running through the forest. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, you know, like a jogger running rather than sort of running for fear or anything yeah. um, during the day so it's, it's light um, but but just straight away it's a very overcast day it's a little bit damp in the air mm-hmm. it's very dull looking sort of shots um, yeah. it's not very crisp colouring you know what I mean you know sometimes they can yeah, really suck the colour out of it isn't it it's very muted yeah absolutely and I think that's done deliberately to set a kind of slightly tense tone mm-hmm. a little bit mysterious yeah um it certainly adds a little bit of mystery to it but she's just going for a run she's in a sort of uh, running joggers or whatever and trainers so she's doing her thing um but it it quickly snaps away and it's interspersed with someone else running at night through a forest as well yeah Uh, who looks like and it looks like they've kind of been chased it's almost like a torch somewhere in the background yeah so someone is being chased and there's quite a large suggestion, I feel, like in that first couple of minutes that the the lady who's running during the day is possibly running kind of after the night running, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's about to stumble upon something that will... Un- I mean, the show's called The Killing. I mean, let's yeah. be honest, we're all <laughs> expecting to find a body at this point. You know, it's quite... It's, it's fed to you that way, deliberately. Yeah, yeah. And she reaches the side of a lake. Mm-hmm. And she stops and she can see something on the floor. And you're thinking, well, there we go. I saw that one come in. And she walks over to it. And it looks like a pig or a, a boar of some sort, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like a you know, wild animal. It's just kind of died and washed up on the side of the lake. And you think, oh, oh okay, fair enough. Well, what was going on in the forest at night then? You know, and, and then so you, you sort of go, oh. And then the titles sort yeah. of land and, and they pick up. And it's, yeah, so you've just heard. It's quite an eerie Mm-hmm. Quite sparse X Files, as you just said. Yeah, um, very X Filesy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's it's. I don't even know how to explain what that it's is. It's almost like they want you to like because it's like a detective show. They almost want you to fill in the gaps in the music because it's so the music's so sparse. Oh, that's very clever. So maybe that's why. Yeah. No, I like that that idea. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of it like that actually. No, nice. I like that a lot. Um, so the titles you get the uh, the cast. Um. Again, with the shot, it's it's very much sort of everyday life going on with yeah. grey sky, a bit of rain. You know, it's a bit just a bit dull, a bit, <laughs> blah, you know, that kind of thing, sapping the life out of you a little bit, which is maybe a sort of subliminal sort of hint to what's about to unfold. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and essentially the whole premise of the first episode, the pilot, is that uh, the lead character, played by uh, uh, 
Mireille Enos, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Linden. Uh, she's a detective, I believe a homicide detective. Yeah. Um, she's on her last day. She's about to transfer out or potentially retire. I didn't quite gather one way or t'other. She's moving to Sweden to be with her partner. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the case. And yeah. she's got a little boy. I couldn't. I couldn't really. Fig- I couldn't remember or figure out if she was going there to do the same thing over there. Or yeah, or well, what, that's, that's that's what I couldn't quite gather from it. But I also deemed that a slightly irrelevant bit of detail yeah. that isn't going to completely ruin the episode if I don't find one way or the other. All yeah. I know is today's the last day. Um, but she's on shift. She is, yeah, yeah. Um, she's on the clock until, you know, whatever time she's finishing. And then she's got a flight out that evening with yep. with a young boy. Um, so she's just trying to get through it, packing up the office. Mm-hmm. The new guy arrives from Oakland in this one, with the American yep. one. Um, so he arrives from another sort of area. And clearly, like, it depends if you watch the Danish one, which is obviously what we've not done because yep. we don't speak Danish. <laughs> and that would have made it very interesting. But... I think what they've tried to do, especially with the the AMC uh, version, the yep. American one, is they've got someone from a very different world with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, is it's um, this would be Billy Campbell's character, Darren Richmond. Darren Richmond, he's the politician. Um, he's running. For no, no, it's not. It's not. It's, uh, it's Joel Kinnaman, Kinnaman's uh, character, Stephen Holder. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Holder comes in from the other place. He's kind of going to replace Lyndon, mm-hmm. um, but they have a day of sort of handover, I yep. guess. So they go out together and work. For the last day. But he's very different. Like, she yeah. knows the place. This this throws me back to... Uh, what was the one with the reporter from Boston goes to... The... Was that not True Detective, is it? Where's, where the oh, reporter does what, sorry? The girl, she she, from the, she comes from a little hometown. Oh, that's... Um, 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 we did it... We did it, like, that, four weeks ago, didn't well, we? Well, a bit longer than that now, but... Sharp Objects. Yes, yeah. from, like Sharp Objects. Yeah. So... The girl herself knows the area really well. She's grown up there. She's lived there a lot. She yeah. knows the people there. She knows mm-hmm. how the people are. Yeah. That the whole, the, I keep using the word vibe at the moment. It's just stuck in my head. But the the kind of the very the feel of the place. Yeah. And when you're a local to somewhere, you you know how the place works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you've got an outsider coming in who's come from somewhere which is a little bit more cutthroat, maybe a little bit more fast pace. Mm-hmm. They can seem a little bit like a whirlwind running in. And I get the impression from Holder yeah, yeah, that yeah. he's going to be quite boisterous and so, maybe a, too much. Yeah, so th- this, was, this was the first time anyone kind of, well, as far as I'm aware, saw Joel Kinnaman. Um, and Is this the first thing he's done? I think this was the first thing, well, the thing, first thing that kind of rose him to fame. And based on this, he's he's... In Suicide Squad, and then he also got Altered Carbon recently. Oh, the Netflix. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like in Altered Carbon, he is indistinguishable. No, he is com- the complete opposite of how he is here. Here, he's he's like a police officer, but he's quite scrawny. He's like kind of gangly. Yeah. Not Carbon. He's a man mounting. He's really? the Jason. Oh, he's like when you when you first see him, he's like muscly, and you think, "Who's this guy?" I've not seen this guy before. Joel Kinnaman. Wow. wow. He found a gym. Yeah, he found a gym, yeah. Someone got him in the gym with a rock. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that's cool. We should put them on the list. Yeah. For sure, those shows. Also, Carbon's pretty good. Yeah, all right. So so, uh, so Holder's there, and he's he's kind of been quite quite in your face about things, you know, and despite the fact that they're obviously both homicide detectives. Mm-hmm. They've obviously both know the, the, the game, as it were, the job. Yeah. Um, did but, you find him shifty, though? Did you, did you find him, like, can you trust no, this I, guy? No, I, I actually found him just overly aggressive. And I think that comes from the fact he, he he's come from somewhere where you kind of have to be that way. Yeah. Very forceful with people. And I think the, the juxtaposition between the two of them was really interesting. Yeah. The fact that you've got this character in Linden who... You know, she's she's done this job for a long time. Mm-hmm. She's obviously moving away now. And, you know, she, for whatever reason, um, maybe there's another underlying reason we don't know about. They find out later on in yeah. the series. But I don't know. Just that this, this kind of she's very soft and very gentle. And she's very she's very, very attentive. It's like she's very yeah. good. I think she's tell she's always maternal. She has like a, vi- a maternal vibe to her straight away, I find. And maybe it's just what she what she's wearing. But I just, you, she just looks maternal quite mum yeah quite mummy yeah i guess so when she's i mean just the way she acts you know they get called out to um a field where <laughs> um some someone spotted um a bloodied like jumper yeah uh, like a girl's jumper that's all been bloodied up and they've also found a bank card mm-hmm. um but there's no body and obviously with homicide they kind of work on the fact that there's a body so yep. 
um, you know, and, and the, the episode unfolds in that way. And you get to meet a few other characters who are obviously going to play quite a large role going forward within the rest of this series. Yeah. Um, so I've seen the rest of the series, by the way. Okay, you've seen the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay, so I watched only the first part of this because uh, Pilot, as in episode one, mm-hmm. was led straight into episode two when it was yeah. first aired, which was in 2011, yeah. uh, 3rd of April, 2011. Um, so they showed both back to back, which is an hour and a half. Yeah. And we've watched episodes for the pilot which have been that long yeah and usually i would say they're you know some some of them you can't even tell what the join is which i found interesting but actually this has a very distinct for me point where the end of the episode falls Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, like okay we're gonna add break we've got like three minutes and then second part's coming on straight away which i also think is really good um because i at the end of the episode really wanted to watch the next bit because i was like oh come on yeah yeah, leave me down I didn't. I didn't watch on for the purposes of not wanting to tie anything into it accidentally. Yes, yes. And I think we should be fair and, and watch the first, very first episode rather yeah. than like watch the next yeah, one. They are well. considered two separate episodes, but they were both aired at the same time yeah. for sure. Um, so, the, so the long um, story is that she's leaving. It's her last day, mm-hmm. but this case has kind of fallen in her lap-ish. And she's kind of have to deal with it, yeah. you know, and hope for that she can kind of pass it on and then get her plane out of that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out that it's maybe not quite as simple as that because a girl's gone missing or she's just, she's gone away for a couple of days and now that she's not come back, she was maybe at a friend's, yeah. maybe at the boyfriend that she wasn't with, is with, was seeing, is seeing, yeah. behind mum and dad's back. She's called Rosie Larson as well. Why is that? That's the the the. the... And no, I thought you said that like it had like a like there was a sort of no, no, clever no. naming well function to it. It's only because when this came out, um, it was it was kind of commented a lot how this has a similar kind of structure to Twin Peaks, and the whole thing about Twin Peaks oh, is okay. um, like who killed Laura Palmer. So then there suddenly started being who killed Rosie Larson and there was t-shirts so who killed Rosie Larson posters everywhere really? graffiti on walls honestly what? when this when this first when this first came out there was graffiti on the walls just saying who killed Rosie Larson um and yeah and Etsy went wild you know Etsy when people yeah, just make yeah. stuff people were just making who killed Rosie Larson there <laughs> people know. went mad yeah yeah wow yeah it really took off yeah Fair enough. Oh, this really took off mate big style well Massive yeah I mean there's a show that hit. I've heard of a lot yeah. since Probably not 2011, but like for quite a few years now, yeah. I've known of the show. Just one of those that yeah, you know, we can't watch everything, can you? So it's, it's like the, the the Danish show. Like they, um, there's some random small Danish channel. I was just reading about it earlier. They um, they just they made like police procedural dramas all the time. Pump it out. Didn't didn't think twice about making another one called The Killing. Put it out. All of a sudden, like the biggest ratings thing they've ever had. And they're like, whoa! And then they started start selling it all around the world. And then they in the UK they showed the original Danish version on I think BBC, BBC Four, Four. Um, and then the Americans wanted it, but they were like, oh no, we don't want to read any subtitles, or and we don't know Danish. Uh, we'll just make it. We'll just make it again. So the year after this came out, they were like, yeah, we'll make it ourselves, um, <laughs> which they did. Yeah, and it was before anyone had a chance in America to see the original version, and I, I think the American version is as good, or if not better. Than oh, the original, okay. yeah, because I, I'm I'm a big fan of the, of these. Joel Kinnaman is brilliant, I think, yeah. and the lead lady is also brilliant. Um, yeah, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. Um, I I thought they had had lots of stuff in it that kept you kind of thinking, uh, it kept your mind working the whole time through the thing. And you get this this bloody jumper as we mentioned, and then um, you kind of get this sort of idea that there's a girl's gone missing. Yeah, so you're starting to think, uh oh. Is is she the one that's going to turn up and or not? Mm-hmm. And you know, like any good show, it should make you believe something that is definitely not what's going to happen because yeah. it's going to totally throw you a curveball in a minute. Yeah. Um, who, who do you think killed? Who do you think killed her? Well, I thought her dad had killed her. That's very Twin Peaks of you. Because spoilers, sorry, <laughs> maybe cut that out. <laughs> and we're back, lovely. Um, <laughs> No, I just i I thought that the way they portrayed, um, they just no, they just set it up really nicely. It was just for the fat, probably about ten minutes. Yeah, from the kind of realization that she's gone missing to the point where they were really sort of jamming home. Well, 
dad was out at the same time. Yeah. She, you know what I mean? Just mm-mm. well, the show's called the like you say, the show's called the killing. So you know, like someone's got to die here. Yeah, someone's dying. But the interesting thing is, like, so the translation, so the Danish version, for whatever I said before, that translates into the crime. So maybe the Americans just thought that's ah. a bit too generic for, for us. Yeah, bit tame. The crime, yeah, that's just a the parking flipping <laughs> violation, <laughs> jaywalking. Yeah. So I thought it was dad for a while. Okay, I'm not going to confirm or deny that. No, that's fine. Um, what I then didn't understand, and I actually wrote this down, was I don't get the whole po- politician storyline, the councilman bit. I mean, I was just totally but be- be- bewildered by that. I was like. I- I literally cannot see anywhere. It, it, I mean, how is this tying into anything? It, it does definitely tie into Oh, yeah. In. It I mean, does. it does. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you get that right. Very much so. Yeah, you get the connection is made right at the end, and I'm not going to go anywhere near that yeah. spoiler because I want people to watch it and be hopefully as surprised as I was. Yeah, yeah. And don't try and guess now because you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I was watching it up to the very last minute, and I was still wrong. <laughs> um, but it's wonderfully done so that you get this sort of rogue storyline, which you can't really at the start see how they're going to connect but yeah. then it comes full circle at the end and everything joins up and you're like oh whoa okay mm-hmm. yep. okay oh and you're stopping the episode there fantastic <laughs> thanks for that um so i can understand probably why they showed both first two episodes back to back because yeah, that would yeah, have yeah. wound enough people up yeah i mean don't get wrong it's always good to leave people leaving something at the end of an episode yeah but it's um, funny because like one um, of the commandments we make yeah um because i think all this was originally on like Netflix. Uh, well, at one point, the um, the episodes are definitely separate on streaming platforms. Um, they're not like joined together like it was on broadcast. Yeah. Um, and that that's further emphasised by the fact there's two different directors for episodes one and two. So th- you, there is a definitely a join, like, yeah. like you say. Um, and did you notice who directed the first episode? I did when I watched it. Now I can't remember yeah. who it was. It's directed by Patty Jenkins, and you might know their name. She's the director of Wonder Woman. Oh. So she directed Wonder Woman, and she um, was directing the new Wonder Woman film, uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Um, she also directed the films almost, actually before this, um, Monster 2003 with Charlize Theron. She directed that. Ah. So they got a big name to, yeah. to to do this. But then a lot of the shows we've seen, their first episodes have been directed or co-directed by yeah. someone really big. And, you know, that, that tends to make a difference. So you are trying to, you know, grab people's attention in this first episode. Yeah. First one's 45 minutes plus mm-hmm. the second one. So that, you know, you do end up with an hour and a half if you want to double, you know, double hit at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, four seasons of the show uh, ran through to 2014. I watched them all. Uh You've watched all four seasons? I have, yeah. Even when it went to Netflix and they only did like a real short series for it, and I was like, I want 20 bloody episodes. They give me <laughs> six episodes. There's no, there's half a dozen nonsense. Yeah. But it's very, very, very good overall, yeah. Is Lyndon in it all the way to the end? Um, Is that a spoiler? It's she a... obviously sticks around for the first series. Yes, she's in. she's in every series. Right. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just intrigued to whether not because obviously she's quite a key character, and actually, I, I would, I'm quite invested in, in in how her yeah. journey goes from here because we always say, and one of the commandments yeah. is, you know, do you feel emotionally connected to a character? And I feel quite emotionally connected to her straight okay. away because I think last day we've all had a last day at a job somewhere, yeah, and, yeah, you, yeah. and you properly just put your feet up, you mm-hmm. know, do as little as possible so that no drama, just so you can get out there on time, if not early. So you think she would, on her very last day of her job, keep going for, for four seasons because of this one murder? I'm just asking. Could be right, mate. Could I'm be just right. asking. Could be right. Okay. Do you leave it there? Fair enough. Um, that could be a plot point. There's there's some excellent actors in this. Um, it's it's brilliantly done. I already hate Gwen and Jamie. Uh, I want to punch them right in the face. Like the gold guy. Yeah, definitely gold, gold face, face guy. guy. Definitely my gold face guys right here. Gwen and Jamie. Dislike them from the minute I saw their ugly mugs. <laughs> Bloody hell, mate. Um, Talk about the killing. Yeah, I, I wanted to kill him. Um, get rid of him. But I'll give you my score. Okay. Uh, so what I think of this show are at the end, as we always do. Yes. Anything else you want to add to that before we move on? Um, just, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I think it's made me kind of keep want to watch on again, even though I know what happens. I'd really quite like to watch the original version. 
Yeah, I know yeah. you're saying the American is good, yeah. but I, w- I don't have a problem with subtitles. Yeah. So, th- so, and I, I've enjoyed other Scandinavian-made shows. Yeah. In the past, there are only two seasons of the Scandinavian or the Danish it's even one. Easier to watch, then, isn't it? It would. I, j- I just think the American one allows you to learn a little bit more about the characters, and I think, I mean, it's it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. The Danish one is brilliant. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll see. I'll see. I mean, I can get get hold of the uh, the American one fairly easily. Whether the Danish ones are yeah, readily yeah. available, I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah. let's score it at the end, as we okay. always do. So, on to the second show this week, which was your suggestion. Yeah, the second show we're doing this week is one that um, I kind of missed the first time it was, it was around, and everyone was like, "Watch it! Watch it! Watch it! Watch it!" It's too much to watch, Rob. I know it's too much to watch. We've learned that Can from this show. Please stop making new shows. We're yeah. trying to make a podcast here. If we've learned anything about anything, it's that there are too many shows out there. <laughs> and this one in particular is one I should have put at the top of my list. It's the Netflix original, Ozark. Money is, at its essence, that measure of a man's choices. That is not a very memorable theme song, is it? No. Just I some blips and blops and some. Genuinely remember what the theme song was, even if I it just heard it. I can't remember it. I heard it five seconds ago. It's gone. That's <laughs> not a good sign. I don't know if it appears in the pilot. It seems it like, like there's just like narration. Having, having, having just you know listened to it and watched the title sequence, you know there. Yeah. I, I don't remember even seeing that appear on screen in the pilot episode. So I wonder if they even really have a title sequence or if it is just a kind of quick flash of the screen, the big O. Yeah. And lots of because there's lots of symbols and lots of mm. there's lots of yeah, there's lots of symbology to this if that's even a word. Yeah. Well, have you watched past the first episode because I haven't. No. Okay. Cuz I I didn't know whether this would I wanted to. Yeah. I don't know whether it's going to that one, play mind. a part in this all the symbology. Um, anyway, so this show uh, stars Jason Bateman as a uh, financial advisor. Bit Last a, time we saw him? Was in um, uh, Arrested Development. Correct. Oh, man, I want to watch all that, all that again. Um, so yeah, so no he, time, Jed. I know. He plays a financial advisor. Um, him and his uh, partner, Bruce, they have a financial advisor company. The only thing is that... They launder money for a Mexican cartel. Right, yeah, now, I'll get straight to that then. Fine, so what are they actually doing legitimately? They must, they're they like are, a financial consultants or some yeah, sort. Yeah, so they're who you go to if you uh, want to go, I've got a lot of money, I want it to, to look after my Inve- old age. Invest it in yeah. stuff. What should I do? Where should I put my money? And they'll tell you, go into this stock, uh, pull into this stock, or get a bond or whatever. Yeah. Um... Or, yeah, get a pension, etc. So that's what they're meant to be doing. But they're using that money, and the, the money's probably going to be tied up for a while. Because if someone's come to you and said, "I want this for my pension," you've yeah, got, you've got a good twenty years before you they come asking for, yeah, you, for their absolutely. money to provide the statements. Um, so they're laundering money now. I have um, uh, some experience with anti-money laundering. Right, um, concerned where that was going. Yeah, in fact, I used to train people and companies um, on how to spot people who are trying to launder money. Um, legit. So um, there are three stages of money laundering. Let me see if I remember this. I'm, I'm going to learn something this yeah, week. Yeah. I think you are too. Get yourself comfy. <laughs> so the three stages of money laundering. Um, so the first stage is getting the money into the system. Yeah. That's called placement. Okay. So that can be done by uh, having a cash-rich business, like a taxi service or a laundrette, yep. where or a car wash, as in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Is 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 laundering money? From the world of laundrettes, like I feel like, um, does, the, does the naming of it come from? Of, because that was quite a. Mm, it, no, I'll tell, I'll tell you where it comes okay. from in a second. Well, it comes from cleaning the dirty money. That's Fair really. enough. So placement, um, and then, and that's by cash. So you yep. try and have as much as as cash as possible because it can't can't be traced. Um, and then you write in your books. Yep, someone came in to my shop and bought fifty thousand pounds worth of toothpaste. Yeah, hear the records, boom. It's 50, it's 50 yeah. grand. But then, that's not the only. The second part is layering, right? So you need to make the transactions within your your company as l- least transparent as possible. So you've got to, for right. instance, if someone's putting money into a um, a share dealing account, yeah. In order to to layer it, 
you buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. Even if you're making a loss, you're mess, you're muddy in the waters. You're buying Barclays Bank. Yeah. You're selling two days later at a loss. Um, so no one's going to go, oh, they're they're laundering money because they've they've made a loss. But those are the things you've got to look out for. And then, and then so you got to deliberately kind of keep the account busy. Keep it busy. Keep it messy. Loads of transactions going on, so no one can figure out where the money's come from. Um, and then the sounds like a lot of effort. Integration is where the money is clean and you can't really trace where it's come from because there's too much going on. And then you, you can put it back into your bank account as a legitimate money laundering. So um, Sounds like a lot of effort, mate. Well, usually with money laundering, you're only going to get about 40% back of what you put into it. And really? This is, yeah. So if you have 10 million of dirty money, yeah. if you get 5 million back... You're doing well. You're doing well. Well, that's untraceable money, money you can spend. But... Um, if you don't launder your money, then the money can be traced. So, I was really interested in this show because I was just like, oh, this is all about money laundering. This is interesting. Um, so, they have been skimming money off Mexican cartels. Number one, don't get into business with a Mexican cartel. And if you do, yeah, be honest with them. Yeah. Don't rob from the cartel. Don't rob from the cartel. Dude, these are life lessons. I mean, I haven't done any money laundering in my life, <laughs> as, as I've just learned that I just, I just can't be asked. Except for the time you left a fiver in your, in your jeans when you put it in the wash. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's about the most laundering of money I have ever done in my life. But just, I mean, even I know not to go you know, skimming money off the top of a drug cartel. Yeah, but I mean, don't get into business with them in the first place. It's, it's never going to end well. I, I mean, business is business. You know, how you make your money is up to you. <laughs> yeah, so... So so unfortunately, they've been skimming money off uh, the top of this money laundering. I think it was eight million. So these Mexican cartels—it no, was five million. Was it five? Yeah, right? he just he just made it up because he, he guesses, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point is that the guy, the the drug kind of lords, yeah, guesses that they've been skimming money. He doesn't actually know. He just guesses. It's a scary guy, guesses by right. the way. He's scary, by the way. And then he went, "I want eight million back." <laughs> just just pick a number. Yeah. Any number bigger than five, I want that much back. Exactly. So they come barging into the office, bloody kill a whole bunch of the... Kill Bruce, uh, kill other couple of people, and you're left with Jason Bateman. Yeah. And they're like, mate, like you don't you mess with us. You're going to die. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Before you kill me, um, how about I launder more money for you than ever before. I've got an idea. It takes a leaflet out of his pocket that he got earlier on. He's like, it's this place called the Ozarks. Rich tourists go there, middle of nowhere, surrounded by trees. Um, cash, cash is key here. Yeah. No one has uh, credit cards or whatever. It's all cash. Perfect place to launder money. And I'll launder for you, what do you say, it was 50 it, million or something. When they says about 10, 10 million by... You know, the end of some, like the next, the month or something. Yeah, so yeah. he obviously makes the money back that they've skimmed. Yeah, yeah. He says, you know, five years, five hundred million. Yeah. He pulls out the end. I was like, mate, stop talking. Yeah. Just stop talking. Yeah. And this guy's like, all right, sounds good. Yeah. But in fairness to him, right? That's this, so that he, t- he makes all this claim and he mm-hmm. goes, I want eight million by whatever. So you got forty-eight hours or something to get eight million. Dollars or, yeah, five, was, or five million or something. I yeah. can't remember exactly which which figure. There was lots of lots of numbers bad. He wants around. he wanted like this. He wanted like seven point nine million or something. Yeah, yeah. He wanted like yeah. And and Jason Bateman, character Martin Martin Bird or Marty as his name. Yeah. Um, he has like four and a half million dollars in his bank. He does. Yeah. But many I, questions need asking about that. I mean, his missus didn't ask a single question about this. Well, he was skimming money off the top, so I reckon he just took half. Yeah, but that, so he's he's actually a, a clever, stupid yeah. money launderer. Don't forget, when you're laundering money, you're not going to get back. You're getting back a fraction of what you put in. Yeah. So if he takes a little bit, no one's going to know. It's the, almost the perfect plan. But then they found out. So obviously. you launder within a launder. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just, yeah, asking for trouble, isn't it? Um, yeah. So in the Ozarks, and so. The, the the drug dealer, the Mexican cartel guy, says, "Right, okay. Within four, within forty eight hours, I want you set up in the Ozarks." That's, uh, that's right. Yeah, forty eight hours to set up in the Ozarks. And he's like, "Yep, okay, cool, cool, cool." Um, goes home. Goes home. Tells his wife and his kids, and they're like, "What the f?" And he's like, yeah, "Well, got an opportunity. Got to go with the opportunities." And the kids are like, "Dad, like this is crazy. No, what are you doing? We've got friends doing? here. We've got school here. Uh, we'll just set you up in tough. Yeah, mom." And then, uh, yeah. Right, so jumping in at this point, um, the son 
Um, it's got to be 10, 11 o'clock. You know, 10, 11 o'clock. Is it 10, 11 o'clock? 10 yeah. or 11 years old. Yeah. Um, sort of half understands, half doesn't really. So he kind of goes along with it fine. But he's still a bit weirded out, like, you know, moving schools all of a sudden. The daughter's about 15, I think. Yeah, she's a bit older. And she's yeah. sort of, you know, a bit more mouthy about the whole thing, understands things a little bit more. And she's kind of like, no, I'm not going. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is the wife doesn't really question things. But is she having an affair? And he knows. Yes. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he finds out a bit later on in the episode, doesn't he? That, yeah, like, she's, she's being... having an affair with a lawyer or a yeah. legal representative of some sort or someone at a workplace. I can't work it out who exactly. Yeah. And then he's a bit blase about it. Well, he knows about it because he's got cameras set up and yeah, he's caught yeah. her lots of times. Yeah. And it seems like it's, it's a really weird... It, it's actually quite um, quite similar to Breaking Bad in the sense that it's another yeah. guy having a little bit of a midlife crisis, yeah, yeah. wanting to sort of do something a little bit more exciting mm-hmm. and finding himself a bit out of his depth when he finds that excitement, yeah. but runs with it uh-huh. anyway. So there's, there's some sort of, you know, comparisons between this and Breaking Bad. There is, yeah. It also but, reminded me of... Um, a few other things as well. The whole I forgot what it was now, but yeah, I just think the the whole setup of this family that's almost from an outside point of view a perfect family. Yeah, if you just dive scratch beneath the surface, all kinds of trouble, all sorts going on. Yeah, all sorts going um, on. And that was that, that's that great scene where he he walks over to that um, office or apartment or something, and the man well, is his was it is that his partner? Or? Well, no. So he he's walking up to see her. Because yeah. she's withdrawn a load of money That's from the right. joint account, yeah, yeah. which then, has left him short for the money he's supposed to pay the drug lord back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he storms over to the building that she he knows she's in. Mm-hmm. She's gone to see the guy she's sleeping with, I think. Yeah, yeah. And before he reaches the end of the road, whack, body in yeah. the middle of the road, everywhere. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, we talk about having... Absolutely everywhere. We, we talk about having a mic drop moment. I just wrote body drop. <laughs> body drop. So there is a mic drop moment in this because you do not see it coming. Yeah. And, I mean, he... I mean, Jason does nails that. He just power walks like he's absolutely furious. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. really peed off. Great scene, yeah. And he's like, bombing it across the road, like walk, jaywalking, the whole thing, you know, he's like... <sighs> Zero Fs are given. <laughs> he's bombing it across the road like he's going, oh, I'm going to sort of... And then wallop. And he just stops and his pate is like, oh. Oh. Well, that, uh, um, uh, right. And I'll turn around and I'll go back to the car then. Um, very, very strange moment. A very, very surprising moment as well, which I ne- did not see coming yeah, at yeah. all. Uh, that was excellent. Exactly. And then they kind of finally... To, like accept the fact that they have to move to the Ozarks. Yeah, get in the car. The kids are a little bit like peeved. They're driving through this middle of nowhere, and it kind of ends with them stopping off again in the middle of nowhere. And then uh, they kind of like, walk out to the side of a cliff, basically. Yeah, and I then mean, that's I get want, a crane, what? get a drone shot away. Yeah, see, I want to come back to that in a second. I just yeah. want to cut other things. I want to just throw in there. So along yeah. the way, you, you, um, the FBI have cottoned on to what's going on. They've seen lots of money transactions going on because of the withdrawal. Yeah. Uh, You've got, got to layer it, looks, Jason Bateman. Layer that money. Yep. Yeah, so top man from the FBI looks like he's come in here. He's clearly one of the kind of really clued on guys, really switched on. Yeah. He's going to get involved. Long term story coming up. Very Breaking Bad esque. Exactly. Um, but you're right, yeah, they drive off into the Ozarks and they stop off for a little break. He goes into the woods and has a little cry to himself behind a tree. <laughs> I did quite like um, that. Which is, yeah, which is quite nice, actually, to sort of see him almost like no, realising he's out of his depth. Yeah. But then, yeah, they, they kind of walk off to the edge of this, almost a cliff, like yeah. they're on an island yeah, in the middle of a wood. And I thought that was quite a nice touch. Yeah, I liked it. With the added musical ending yeah. which I thought was Tom York from Radiohead I don't th- think it was oh okay so someone who sounds like Tom yeah, York yeah yeah no Radiohead but it was then. it was it was a great like it was just a, a great episode and even though they were at that ending usually at the end of a so pilot at the end of the world and yeah. there's nowhere else to run yeah. that's, that's what that, that last bit symbolised well, it's quite really funny because like I'm going to google it now yeah because like the if you have a, a standard television pilot at the end of the first episode, you need an absolute mic drop moment. But because this is a straight to Netflix, you've already got the entire season 
plan. You don't need yeah. to prove yourself for the pilot episode. Um, so it just kind of ends in a in a real like question so, mark type way. Yeah. Well. Okay. So here's a question right back at you okay, on, that ver- on that very front. Do you ever think that? Um, Netflix will ever do a sort of one episode per week release because they seem to they be do the... it sometimes. They do do it sometimes. I have not seen one show yet where they've done that. The Good Place. They do it for the Good Place. Did they? No, the episode season three was all up in one go, mate. No, yeah, it no, was. no, 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 it wasn't. They did. Uh, sure? I'm sure. I was, oh I... no, you're right because that's yeah. why I only watched half of season two. Yeah, yeah. Because I watched every. It. Wait, oh, you are right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, season two is great, man. I'm only halfway through. Yeah, I you thought I'd I thought I'd watched all of season two. Started watching season three and went, "What's going on here?" Yeah, you know <laughs> I, did a, I did a proper jelly thing. I went, <laughs> went "What's going on here?" No, I, <laughs> I know that noise and everything. I know three different people who have uh, Netflix TV shows coming out. Three. That's incredible. Where's my Netflix? Where's mine? <laughs> Where's mine? Uh, yeah, I, no, just because it's there is something about. You know, having the whole thing available, but part of that makes me lazy. Like, oh. I, I feel like uh, you know, give me a reason to make a Netflix night. Like, what I haven't had in a long time, yeah. and I've only recently had with uh, watching the Mayans, which mm-hmm. we've put on the list. Yeah, the spin-off to Sons of Anarchy. If you've mm-hmm. not heard of it, Kurt Sutter written and directed, produced perhaps. Um, you know, it was on television, so it was being streamed one episode a week, mm-hmm. and you had to wait for it. So, for me, every Wednesday night was Mayans' night, I'll and there's wait. and there's something. No, I want I'll to, this all over and then watch it. No, because I want to watch it when it's on. It is good because then you get the week between to think about it, discuss it with yeah. people. Did he watch that? What do you think is going to happen? I, mi- I miss that. I'm, I'm for some shows, for some shows, like for Lost, it was an integral part of Lost that every yeah, week I was I, going. But what, I, yeah, what's going on? But I actually think the very the very fact that it was appointment television for yeah. Lost, mm-hmm. it meant that the show was that much better. Yeah, because there were like theories, think, I, I websites. Actu- and I stuff. actually think it made the show better. Yeah, I still think it would have been as good, even if it was a whole season at one go on on demand. Not that it would have been in 2004 anyway, because it wasn't yeah. going, but not as much as it is now. But do you see what I'm saying? I, I, I like the, I like the appointment shows. television. What if, like, Scrappy Challenge, is there any point of waiting a week? No, there's not. Yeah, no, yeah. No, that's, Man that's, versus Food. That's not a show. Oh, I wonder that, what's going to happen next week. No, that's, we'll that spaghetti. That's, that's not a show I care about, like, having an appointment to watch it. But <laughs> these big shows, like The Killing and like Ozark. Yeah, yeah. Mystery shows. And yeah, like, if... if if the hype was delivered for Ozark and I watched that episode and then I was like, so when's the next, where's the next one? Oh, it's not available till Tuesday. Right. Well, guess what I'm doing Tuesday night. And yeah. I'd make Tuesday night a night where I got on Netflix and watched Ozark. But don't you think now where people have busy lives, me and you, we have busy lives. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's stuff going on. I want to be like, right, I've got an hour slot from 3am to 4am. <laughs> this, is, this is what I want to do during that time. Um, I'll sleep for 45 minutes after that and then wake back up and no, do some see, more I'm, stuff. I'm all, see, I'm all for like having an episode put up and then left there so that if you, say, drop into it three or four episodes in, yeah. you can blitz the first three or four. Okay. So it's not like you only have to, you have to watch it there and then. I mean, that would be amazing. I mean, I genuinely think there is a market space right now mm-hmm. for Netflix to stream something in an hour slot. Let's say, let's pick Ozark because it's about... What, and then you can't watch it afterwards. You have to yes. be there. I guarantee you that would draw more people over. So I read something recently that they are trying to do that. I mean, essentially, that is television. Yeah. I mean, I know what I'm. I know what I'm essentially describing here is the thing that's in, been around for yeah. nearly a hundred years. So they've have tested that a couple of times. They, they, a couple of times they've had live shows, pretty much bombed. To be to be quite honest, but yeah, but they that's want a to live get into show. It. That's a live show. I I think you can produce a television show like Ozark, for example. Yeah. yeah. And say that, you know, um, do a big build for it. You know, put the trailer on the front of every other show on on Netflix for, Ooh, they a, for a fortnight. They really want me to watch that Christmas show, with that Christmas um, uh, with Kurt Russell, where he plays Santa Claus. Oh, really? I'm getting um, Trevor Noah's new stand-up, which I like. Oh, right, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. um, I'm getting that one nice. thrust in my face every time I go on Netflix oh, really? at the moment. It must be fine. It must be the algorithm. They want yeah. you to put comedy for you and <clears throat> Santa Claus for me. I watch a lot of stand-up on Netflix. <laughs> I watch a lot of Santa Claus movies. You do. Jesus Christ. Um, but I don't know. I just for me, I just feel like there is an opportunity to do something like that, something new. 
I've just thought of a Game of Thrones is a perfect example. There's a yeah. show right now that exists that uh-huh. people will talk about all week yeah. between episodes. And people are talking about until the last season starts in what, June next year? Yeah. To, to, a quick sidebar. Go on. I've got an idea for a podcast for us. Someone's just fallen over, by the <laughs> way. Every week. Yeah. We we sit together like this. Yeah. And we talk about a different Christmas movie. <laughs> every, every single week. No. Different, different Santa Claus movie. No. There's got to be a million Santa Claus movies There's out there. There's not a million Santa No, there, there, all right, there probably is a million Santa Claus movies out there. There's yeah. probably only about three worth watching. Maybe. Not that I'm going to name them now because <laughs> I can't think of any of them, but... The Santa no. Claus? No. Santa Claus we, we, could do, we could do an, an advent calendar podcast where we do 24 episodes, just all Christmas episodes. So we talk about a Christmas film in each day okay. and release it at one a day. What? It, like, as in like December starts in like a, I mean, a few yeah, days time? December starts on Saturday. So we've got four <laughs> days to kind of stockpile. That'd be hard. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked, yeah, 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 yeah. but it's a thought for another time. Maybe okay. we'll do it next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're, when we're even busier. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really, really enjoyed Ozark. I, I, if you'd have explained to me it was a financial advisor who got in with a drug dealer, I don't know if I'd have been quite... <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Selling it like that. Well, that's basically why I didn't watch it. I was like, yeah, this isn't, doesn't seem like my cup of tea. And it's called Ozark as well. Like, what is that? Well, yeah, exactly. Until you get ex- introduced to the fact it's a place. Yeah. I'd never heard of um, the Ozarks before, have you? No, yeah. never. And and quite intrigued now to know what all the imagery means, you know, yeah, all these yeah. sort of symbols and things. It's got to be something more to it than just so we haven't seen him settled yet we don't know if he's gonna like be a big in the town if people will like yep. him it's all that to come all part of that i might watch it. episode two tonight actually now we're talking about okay. it okay well I've good got, sign that's exactly well i think you know for both shows i would agree that you know i, I want to watch episode two yeah um do they have memorable theme tunes uh, not really i don't think either Neither really of them, no. no not particularly uh do they introduce to new characters and journeys killing certainly does because yeah. you've got the new guy in uh in joel kinnaman yeah. coming in uh, ozark definitely does they've got a new journey moving to the ozarks precisely yeah. so new Perfect. journey there uh would you pause for a p definitely yes i think for both, yeah. i think you'd miss stuff if you didn't yeah absolutely uh emotionally connected i am for linden for sure and, yeah. and even marty to a bit He's, I can't get away from him being a bit like George Michael from Arrested Development. <laughs> not George Michael. No, it's not George Michael. It's, um, he's not, is he? George he's, Michael's um, dad. Oh, what's his name on it? Oh, no. I remember. I didn't empathise. I thought he was a bit of a dick. Yeah. So he wasn't my guy, exactly. But I think Jason Bateman plays Jason Bateman in everything. Yeah. And that's not a criticism, by the what's way. What's your favourite Jason Bateman thing? Oh, I don't know. Don't put me on the spot like that. Teen Wolf 2. Uh, would you recommend <laughs> moving on? Would you recommend it? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely would. Uh, is there a mic drop or there's a body drop in Ozark? That's kind of yeah. That's kind of mic drop. And definitely a big mic drop in the killing. In the killing, yeah. Maybe even a couple actually. Yeah, definitely one right couple at the end. Reveals, yeah. Definitely one right at the end. Um, does it defy expectations? I think they both. I mean, Kill, for me, the killing lives up to it. I was yeah. expecting good things from it because yeah. I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. So likewise, I I wasn't expecting to like Ozark as much. Yeah. And actually, it it's better than it I thought. Surprised it would be. me in that yeah. sense. So, have they aged well? I think they're still very relevant yeah. now. I think the killing's aged very well. In fact, it's still. Yeah. I think show it now. Seven, seven years off. Yeah. It still it could still stand the test of time against most shows up there. Mm-hmm. And is the hype real? For both of them, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think it's going to be some good scores Real for this. Real prestige television. Yeah, absolutely. So um, just a quick last note on Ozark. The episode was called Sugarwood. And I've just found out that the last song you hear is called Dex Dark by Radiohead. Oh, it was, was Radiohead, right. yeah. And it's directed by Jason Bateman as well. Oh, yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And season three is due next year on Netflix. Excellent. So if you are watching all of them, then uh, stand by for season three on the way soon. Yep. Okay, The Killing, then. We'll go with that first. Score for that. Um, you first. 8.5. Whoa. No messing. Straight in. It's good. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Oh, really? Um, Justify yourself. <laughs> I explain yourself, Shepherd. I just think I think it's, it's be harsh better. because I, I I watched the whole thing, and this is a compliment to it <clears throat> that there are better episodes in the season. Yeah, so it is very tainted by the fact I watched the whole thing, and are, there's two specific episodes that are flipping mind blowing in the first season. Um, so I'm giving it seven point five. All right, a sixteen. 
Yeah, that's a pretty good. healthy score. Good score. I'll pop that into the league table in a sec. Yep. And Ozark, for you? I'm going to give it a seven. I really liked it. Yeah. There were a few things in it that I think had a bit of a weird ending. And that's very unlike a pilot episode. Yeah. It, it Even though I definitely am going to watch the next one, it just didn't end how a pilot episode should end. I think. Okay. Um, I didn't like but any it, of the characters, and I know that you don't have to. No. But I was like, I don't empathise with the family. The wife's cheating on him. He's a he's a dick. He's a criminal himself. The kids are annoying. <laughs> I hope they go. I hope they drive, drive off that cliff, really. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> um, but no, the I know it's going to be good. Jed Shepherd. And I think maybe at some time I'll, I'll come back to it and be like, yeah, perfect. It was perfect. Okay. After I've watched a few more episodes. So you're saying seven? I'm saying seven, yeah. I originally put down eight, but I think I'm going to agree with you. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you slightly. I mean, there was some great moments in it, and I did enjoy it more than I expected to, to but yeah. I, I think I, I kind of agree with you a little bit. There's, le- there's less appeal to any of the characters yeah. than there is in The Killing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just trying to give it a relative score, yeah. you know, compared to that. To me, The Killing was definitely the better show. All right. 14 then for Ozark when okay. that puts it in the league table with some strange company because that's a strange odd area. Oh, it's the weird thing. Um, W1A, Supergirl, yeah. Red Dwarf, Baywatch, Doctor Who, Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, talking of uh, certain characters. Uh, Deadwood and Chocky. 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 Tell him to go, go away. away. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody no! Uh, if you haven't seen that, you need to watch it. Uh, listen back to our thoughts on that one from about five, six weeks ago, five or six episodes ago. That's now. really tickled me. Yeah, that has got you, hasn't it? That has got you. Mm. And uh, the killing gets sixteen, so that goes in alongside the likes of The Flash, Oz, Ooh. Seinfeld, Homeland, The Crown, Garth Marenga, Dark Place, Six wow. Feet Under, Grey's Anatomy, Blackadder, and Line of Duty. So sixteen is a great. That's a great it's little, a great little thing, yeah. Yeah, and bearing in mind, there's lots of shows with 16 and a half and above. So right. the full league table is available on the website, postpoppodcasts.com. Yeah. If you uh, look at take 80, yeah. so from last week, underneath the description is an entire list of all 160 TV shows that we have rated yeah. at that point. Or you could go onto the any of your podcast apps and yeah. see last week's episode, uh, 80, and it's also there for you to see on your phone. So next week then, mate, what do you want? want to do you can go first okay i want to do something a little bit maybe older okay so, we, so we've done stuff we've done quite a lot of stuff from the 90s yep, yep. and more recent ones a lot of stuff from the 80s yeah definitely i've done a few from the 60s as well we have yeah but there's one decade in between that that we i don't think we've done too much on it's the 70s yeah what are you thinking I'm thinking Mash. Now, oh wow! Yeah, and I, I'm, I've got to be honest. I haven't seen the first episode. I think I've seen about three episodes of Mash. Full stop. I can say I don't think I've ever watched a full episode. All I know is I used to be a kid on ch- and on ITV or Channel Four late at night. You'd stay up past your bedtime, be like, "What's this old show that's on?" And it would just have the greatest theme song. And I would literally watch the th- theme song. And then turn it over after the theme song because yeah. the theme song's brilliant. And the theme song's called Suicide is Painless, and uh, Manic Street Preachers the cover of it, and it's brilliant. Um, so, I hazard a guess to say that next week I'm going to give this a full two or three extra points just for the theme song. All right, that's quite a claim. Um, so, that's MASH. Okay, Did, MASH. Is that 70s? I don't actually I didn't even check. Ah, that's a good check. question. You while, probably should check that. While you're doing it, well, let me. Uh... If that is the way you're going to go, um, I'm going to be asked. The first thing that sprung to mind, yeah, and I'd like to try and go with my gut instinct here, yeah. <laughs> totally different to Mash, that seventies show. Well, you got it from the seventies, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, that was literally the first thing that sprung to mind. <laughs> I said the word seventies. Yeah, you just that's said seventies, and I thought of that seventies show, which was Ashton Kutcher's first gig, I think, on and telly. And Mila Kunis. And Mila Kunis. And I know she lied about her age to get because she was she, like, yeah, she was like fourteen, 14 or, something. or something, yeah. Um, I've never seen that 70s show. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's so funny and silly. Is it good? It's silly. Okay. Well, MASH was from uh, 1972 to 1983. Perfect. So it's a real long-running show. Definitely a 70s show then. Yeah. Okay. They're different, but they're... they're, One's from the era and one's about the era. So let's see how much they compare. I'm excited. In Take 82 next week. I'm really excited about watching the first episode of MASH, actually. Likewise. Because I know it's... um, the last episode of MASH was one of the 
most watched TV shows of all time. Really? Yeah, I think it got something like a hundred and something million wow. viewers. Yeah, mental. Anyway. All right, so we'll do those next week. If you've yeah. got a show that you're watching and you want to suggest it, now is the time to do so. Grab your phone and tweet us. Jed Shepard? You can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepard. J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Also available as a ringtone if you yeah. want it. Uh, and I'm on Twitter. <laughs> you don't want it. And I'm on Twitter at The Jellyman. That's T-H-E-E Jellyman. Yeah. We'll try and sing your Twitter handle as well, if you like. Yeah. Do you remember when Emma tried to do it? Yeah, that was, it was just, just atrocious. Bad. I mean, just terrible. She's not allowed back for that no, reason. No. Um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, you can tweet us your suggestions, your thoughts on it. Um, if you haven't rated and reviewed the podcast uh, please already, do. please do so. We're on Apple Podcasts and obviously all the other platforms too, mostly, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, I think you find us everything. now? I don't know. I haven't checked. Right, Spotify, pull your finger out. I we think it's because want... there's other podcasts with similar names, so... But we're the best one. Yeah, that's true. That is true. None of the, you, none, got, you got me there. None of the others have done 162 pilot episodes, have they? Mm-hmm. Bloody mm-hmm. hell. Mm-hmm. We're mental. Yeah, we are clinically insane, yes. So imagine when we get to 162 Santa episodes, Santa films. Be a dark day. <laughs> All the happiest day of our lives. All the happiest days of our lives. <laughs> you never know. Okay, so we're done. Thank you very much yeah. for this week's listenings, and we shall see you next week with that 70s show versus MASH. Ooh, and that just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. <laughs>